Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey there, and welcome back to the show. We are going to continue on with our What Can I Offer series. You guys are loving this series. You are loving learning about the different services that you can offer, the different niches that you can go into as you start to think about starting a freelance business. And today we're going to talk about one of the services that I see a lot of people going into, especially when they're first getting started, when you're first dipping your toe into the water and you're trying to figure out what do I really wanna do, becoming a virtual assistant and starting out as a general VA is a really great place to start because it offers a lot of versatility. It allows you to learn a lot about a lot of different things when you're first getting started. And it allows you to kind of be that jack of all trades for your clients. And this is what a lot of business owners hire first. Before they hire a Pinterest manager or a podcast manager, they just need a VA to take back some hours to take some things off their plates. And so we're going to be diving into all about virtual assistants, what it is, and if this is going Going to be a really great place for you to start. So let's dive on in. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business. And now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. The past couple episodes that we've done in this series have been focused on a very specific skill set, a very specific service that you can start to narrow in on. And I probably should have started with this service first because this is what I see a lot of my students going into. When a lot of people are getting started in the freelancing space, they know they want to work from home, they wanna be able to take their skills and turn it into a profitable freelance business, but they get hung up on the, what should I offer? And a lot of times what I tell them is, if you're not totally sure, if and if you don't know really what you want to narrow in on and what you want to learn all about, then I would suggest just starting as a general VA virtual assistant. Because again, like I mentioned in the intro, this is what a lot of business owners will hire for. And this allows you to do an array of things. This allows you to kind of figure out what do I actually enjoy doing? What lights me up? What do I get excited to do? And sometimes you don't know that until you go into it. So what I often tell a lot of my students, a lot of people that I coach is if you're not sure, start as a VA and list out skills of things that you know how to do, things that you would feel comfortable doing. And then once you get 
your feet wet, you can start to see, oh my gosh, yes, like I am totally loving email marketing or I am loving Pinterest or I am loving graphic design or whatever you can do. And by being a virtual assistant, it allows you to do a lot of different things for your clients. So a virtual assistant, like you heard me mention, it's sometimes referred to as a VA. It just refers to people who are gonna offer a wide range of administrative, creative, tech tasks to clients, right? Again, you're doing this all remotely. And I like to tell people, it's kind of like being that digital right hand to your clients, to entrepreneurs, right? This is something that a lot of people hire for in the beginning. And this is a role that has evolved significantly over the years, right? So at first, you know, people would hire things to do email management or maybe just appointment scheduling. And now a lot of virtual assistants are multitaskers. They handle a lot of different things from content creation to customer support. It is that versatile, right-hand person for business owners. Um, a lot of people like to find their unicorn VA who can handle a lot of different tasks. So are you, or if you are somebody who's like, you know, trying to do one thing would feel boring to me, being a virtual assistant might be a really great avenue for you because oftentimes what you'll do is you'll get on a call with a client and they're like, I have this whole list of things to do. And you have the client brained up all of those things and then you can come in and start to tackle those things. And one day you might be doing emails, one day you might be doing content creation, one may, day you might be doing a little bit of, of web design or a little bit of website maintenance. It allows you to find different services that might fit your skills or your interests and it's super customizable and that's what a lot of people love about virtual assistants. Again, it's a really great entry point for a lot of people who don't know what they want to do, who want to just dip their toe in the sand, who maybe want to try a couple things out. I like to say it's kind of like the Goldilocks, right? You try a couple different beds, you try a couple different chairs to see where you fit before making that decision. So it takes that pressure off of feeling like I've got to know exactly what I want to do or who I want to work with or what service I want to specifically offer to them. VAs can handle a variety of things, which makes it super appealing for a lot of people. So let's talk about like at the core essence of virtual assistants, like what are you being asked to do? There's, it can fall under a lot of different categories. And I actually just did an entire blog post all about different tasks that you can do as a be beginner VA. I'll link that up in the show notes for you so that you can go look at that because it actually breaks down, there's like 38 different tasks that you can do. And for each one of those tasks, it kind of describes a little bit. So you can look at that and, and just start to pick things out and say, oh yeah, like I know how to do that or I could do that. It doesn't That doesn't sound too hard or this sounds super interesting. I would want to learn how to do that. But a lot of the VA stuff falls under that administrative task. So this could be things like email, scheduling appointments, organizing files, things that would help a business run smoothly. You can also help with customer support. So if, a, if they're waiting for an email from somebody, I know for me, my inbox is constantly full. I'm constantly trying to get down to zero unread emails, but it just never happens because as soon as I get through a bunch, new ones are coming in. And having a VA to go through and to sort those emails, right? To be able to say, okay, these ones we need to unsubscribe from. They're no longer, you know, you no longer need them. Or these are ones that I can reply to as your VA. I can, you know, reply on behalf of you. Or here are ones that really do need your um, your stamp of approval or they need your eyes on it. And then that way I'm only as the business owner, I'm only seeing those ones. Um, so VAs could also do content creation. So helping craft blog posts or social media updates, or even helping with website content. Again, like you get to dip your toes into a lot of different pools, which can be really fun. Um, 
And then you also can help with project management. So you could, VAs are kind of that jack of all trades or that Jane of all trades like I was talking about. So you could be really great at managing projects. So managing different things. If you are a stay-at-home mom and you are used to like organizing the chaos and, and figuring out where everybody's going to be and what meals are going to be when and who's in charge of this and you have a chore chart, like a VA might be a really great fit for you because you're kind of able to do a bunch of different things and do a bunch of different things really well. So let's talk about who being a virtual assistant might be a really great fit for. So you would wanna be somebody who has really great communication skills. You would wanna be somebody who is pretty good at managing their time, right? Because like I mentioned, as a virtual assistant, you're probably doing many different tasks, you're handling different clients, so you wanna make sure that you can manage your time effectively. Um, I, you want to have some bit of tech proficiency. Um, you don't necessarily need to be like the tech savviest person on the block, but you want to at least familiarize yourself with various tools and things that would help to facilitate working with your clients remotely. Um, one of the big things I think that having a, being a VA you need to have is you need to be a problem solver. So there's going to be things that are going to come up. There's going to be tasks that your clients would give you that maybe you don't have the answer to right away. So you need to be somebody who is able to say like, okay, let's roll our sleeves let's figure out a solution let me do some research let me dive in before I just go back to my client and say like well I don't know how to do this right being a problem solver and also being adaptable and having that learning mindset so being able to adapt being able to embrace change be able to like constantly want to learn and be able to be that person of like I want to continue to make my client's life easier. That's what's going to keep those clients coming back for more. I just shared this tip on a coaching call that I was doing the other day, but I was saying how when you first get on a call with a client and they're talking about all these things that they, you know, would love to outsource, like just brain dump those things. Like what would a perfect day look like? Like the, the things that you would be doing and the things that you wouldn't be doing, or what are those things that you know you have to do in your business, but you just don't want to do them. Have them brain dump this super long list. And then you say as the virtual assistant, okay, I'm going to come in and I'm going to tackle these first couple things. Like let's put out the fire first. Like let's give the attention to what needs it most. But now you have this long list of things that you can keep coming back to. Okay. We finished these first couple of projects or we have these projects rocking and rolling. We have a really great system in place here. Let's talk about those other things that were on your list. Let's see if we can dive into that. So being adaptable, being able to be resourceful, being able to have that problem solving ability is what's going to keep your clients happy and what's going to keep them coming back to you and saying, yes, can you take this off my plate? Yes, you did such a great job with this. Now, the next piece I want to talk about is the money piece, because that is, we're talking about earning potential here too. Let's talk about the numbers. How much can you earn as a virtual assistant? And spoiler alert, it's probably a lot more than you think. So when virtual assistants are first starting out, you probably see this and you probably heard me talk about this too. Most virtual assistants typically charge hourly based on what the client's needs are. So usually what I tell people is you want to decide on an hourly rate that feels appropriate for you. When I was first getting started five years ago, I charged $20 an hour for my first few clients. And that was five years ago. So I like to tell my students and anybody else, like $25 is as low as I would go, right? Most of my students start out at $30 an hour, even 35, 40, depending on their experience and what they're already bringing to the table, right? So charging hourly is a really great place to start when you're first getting started. Because again, as a virtual assistant, you're probably gonna be handling a lot of different tasks for your clients. And it's easier to track what you're doing and to just keep a running log 
of that time when you're doing hourly. So again, you're gonna create those bundle of packages of hours. That's usually what I like to tell people. Instead of just working by the hour, Clients can book you for either 10 hours a month, 20 hours a month, or 30 hours a month. Of course, it can go up from there, but that's like where I like to see people starting. 10 hours a month times your hourly rate is what a client can book with you. And again, they're they're paying for you upfront because they're securing the time on your calendar for that month to make sure that you have enough time to devote to them and to vote to to, to devote to their products. They're gonna secure that time on your calendar, right? So you, most people start out hourly. Some VAs can charge by the package or by the project. So maybe there's a project, a big project that your client needs help with, and you're gonna be doing a couple different things, but you're estimating, okay, it's gonna take me probably about this time, give or take, and I'm gonna be doing these things. So I'm going to charge you a flat rate, a package price, as opposed to me just tracking my time. Now, starting out with that type of pricing is a little bit harder, again, for virtual assistants because you're gonna be offering a variety of things. Some things might take you longer, some things might be a little bit faster than you thought. So depending on where you wanna start, it's totally up to you. What I see a lot of my students do who jump into virtual assistants is they start out hourly, they get their feet wet, they figure out how long is this taking me, um, they figure out what they wanna offer, and then as they start gaining new clients, they might be able to shift into that package pricing or as they're working with clients month over month, instead of tracking their time hourly, they might be able to go to their clients and say, hey, we're kind of doing the same things month over month, you know, I'm sending these four emails a week, I'm doing these website updates. I'm publishing these three blogs for you. I'm going to say, you know, like move you to a package pricing where it's going to cost you X amount per month. Um, that way you know what to budget for and we know that these things are getting done each month. I think that if you are not sure what you wanna offer, but you know that freelancing is the route that you wanna take and you really want to dive in and you want to start working with clients and figuring out what you love and what you don't love, being a virtual assistant is a really great place to start. So I always like to tell everybody, if all else fails, if you have no idea where to begin, start as a VA, start getting your feet wet, start offering support to clients, and then you could start to figure out maybe where do you wanna go from there. But it's a really great place to start out Pretty much every business owner needs a virtual assistant, needs somebody to be at that right hand to take things off their plate, to help them get more time back into their day, to take their never ending to-do list and start to cross things off. And you could be that person that could help them to do it. So I hope this helped you to figure out what maybe you would wanna do. Again, don't forget to check out that blog post. That would be super helpful for you if you're trying to come up with that list of skills or services that you want to offer as a virtual assistant. You wanna kind of get those bullet points out there of these are the things that I could do for a business owner, that's a really great place to start. So like I said, I'll link that up in the show notes for you to go check that out, to go read that over, and then head over to Instagram and let me know what skills you're going to be offering. If this was super helpful for you, I love hearing from you. I love hearing what you want more of. So come over to Instagram, let me know of that list that you have, and then I'm going to be your cheerleader to encourage you to start putting that portfolio together and getting out there and start advertising your services so you can find those clients and you can start making money ASAP. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will catch you in the next one. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.